Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Men TV. It is the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show in Liverpool, Swansea City, Monday Night Football. Uh, um, it's Klopp, it's Carvajal. It's the big boys of world football. That's a man who took Dortmund to a Champions League final, a man who led Sheffield Wednesday to a playoff semi-final defeat by David Wagner. Um, Chris, hi. Hi. Ross, hi. Hi. Good. It's been a while. Has it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, not since I've seen you last. No, since the last Dumbo. Oh, yeah. It's been exactly the same amount of time as it was the week before. Normally do two weeks. Yeah, it's a good point. That is a good point. Um, lads, how are we feeling about this game? Isn't <laughs> Mate, it? Come on, it's tough. This because we've we've just gone through a period of the season. You go through you go through September and November when you just have a bunch of fixtures that Liverpool should be winning. And having just come through Man City, and we've just come through a blood and thunder encounter against you know a wonderful footballing side in Man City, and we've come out on top, and Anfield was amazing, we're bouncing, and we you know we we put a real marker down uh, for our season. And then it boils down to this, Chris. It's the biggest game of our season. No bollocks. It's the it's the it's not. It, 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 that, and this is the problem: is that you do all that hard work and you beat Man City, you're top of the league. You've then got Swansea, bottom of the league, as your next game with an eight-day break in between. So literally zero excuses. I'm not even sure how to talk about this other than Liverpool very much just need to go, know that what there's no point in us beating Man City if we don't then go to the Liberty Stadium. I would never say that Liverpool take a team for granted. You know, oh no! You can no, see no. it by the makeup of the players and the makeup of the squad, and it's in the manager's image, isn't it? You know, and as much as we might be like, oh, the bottom of the league, Jurgen Klopp will be reinforcing the message: it's three points. It's, it's the most important game. The next game is always the most important game, and it's Swansea City. And, and listen, they've got a new manager, and they're not in good form. Take advantage of that. That's what Liverpool need to be doing. You know, how many times over the years have we? If we drop points against these type of sides with new managers coming in and all that type of stuff, now that it should be advantage Liverpool, press that, and keep playing the way that you've been playing. And the fact is, Jurgen Klopp, we saw in the Europa League when he's got one game. When we sorry, we saw at the end of last season and in the Europa League run when when he's got time to prepare his side for a game. We always seem to do better, and he's he's had time and having that extra day after sh- a, a, an incredibly tough fixture against Manchester City will be much better for this Liverpool side because they must have been knackered. They were knackered. Yeah, and you know what's what's important for this game? Or to add some importance to this game is, is that notion of 
Liverpool need to get into the swing of, and we're, we're getting good at this this season, of writing off these, wouldn't it be dead, like, oh, it would be so Liverpool if, you know, because it would be, you know, it'd be very easy to fall into that, like, God, wouldn't it be so Liverpool if we drop it? No, this is a, this this has got to be a new Liverpool. You know, we've got to prove that what what we've been we've been much better at this season is winning these games. The games that against the bogey sides, the games against the teams that you're supposed to be beating, the games where you get a bit complacent and you take your foot off the gas and you drop points. Well, we've been good at that. We, what we weren't great at is beating good sides. Now, if we can marry both together, then there's literally. The, the only thing that will limit Liverpool this season is maybe a little bit of bad luck and the fact that the league's already the league's already shown. Liverpool can take the season where they want to take it, but exactly what Chris says there, and you, you bank here and have to have this going, but it, that ultimately weird, it's the players you've got on the pitch have got to go and prove their superiority because if they can't, then fucking, you know, what what we're going to have, it, it, it's a difference between a, a season battling, again, battling for fourth, or a season that's, that's been battling for second in the league. Yeah, I think they've turned a corner in that respect because we've seen from the Burnley, Leicester and even Everton games, of they're, they're exactly the teams that you're talking about that you think it's a potential banana skin that we're not, we're not going to win. And even from, from 1-0 down or, or losing an early goal, they've not only beat them teams but shown the character that they're not going to give up mm. and, and, and fight for that. And I think that's part of the reason why the confidence and morale is so high among fans and everyone's excited for this game because they want the next fix of football because they know that's what they are capable of yeah. and that they, they won't give up and I think they know they are as well and beating Manchester City you, you know, confidence can't get any higher not only did we beat them we just completely outplayed them um, <clears throat> I don't think he, he will let complacency kick in because he never has even if you go back to, to Moscow or Maribor their size that you go oh we're going to beat these but then that was two seven nils and it wasn't no we're not going to yeah. give up not going to lessen our roles at one nil two nil we're just going to keep going this is a this a, because of the way the fixtures line we're going to come on to we'll look at the opposition fixtures again it's been quite interesting the last few weeks we'll come on to that a bit later on in the show but because we're that last game chris uh, i i strongly suspect all of our rivals will probably get back to winning ways this week because i think a few too, too many of them drop points of late it's just the way things tend to pan out in football so there's a chance that all the gaps will be a lot closer by the time we kick off on Monday. Liverpool have a have a, a fantastic platform here, televised game as well against a team like against a team like Swansea who have a bit of football in their DNA. You know, we'll, we'll hopefully try to stick to the principles to some extent. You know, you what you almost kind of want to be breaking some hearts in this. You want Spurs players and Chelsea players and Man United players and even the Arsenal players. What sitting down on a Monday night with their points all secured, having worked the bollocks off, they're a bit sore, they're a bit stiff, and they're thinking we've done our job. Well, let's see if Swansea can get a job and get get do us a favour here, <coughs> and Liverpool go and smash Swansea off the park. I, listen, I've been on the receiving end as a fan of that far too often. You yeah. know what I mean? When I've watched teams and it's 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 dejecting, and it must be even worse for a, for a player. So I think you're exactly spot on. I mean, what you want to do is you want them sitting down to watch Liverpool. And Liverpool to walk out of there with a 4-0 and, and them to think we were really stupid to think that Swansea would have got something in this game. That's what hurts as a football fan. Yeah. That's what hurts as a player of one of those opposition sides. Absolutely. And let's look. Let's not forget uh, the FA Cup looms you know, the following weekend uh, as well, Ross. And I think we're all keen for Liverpool to make a good fist of that because look, the Champions League's great. If you get if you get any if you progress any further, for me, it's a nice it's a nice bonus for the season um, 
Liverpool needs to take the FA Cup seriously. So Liverpool ultimately want to get themselves into a position where, you know, this game is put to bed. This game is done and dusted, and that's going to require them to pick themselves up, make sure they're, they're fit, refreshed, and ready, and go out and put <coughs> a, a strong, you know, a strong first half performance and try and get the goals up. Yeah, I think they've got the players to do that now. I think when you bring in Van Dijk and those players that have come back from injury. They've got the team capable to do that and, and perform on a consistent level. Going back to that, though, Swansea played last night, didn't they? Yeah. They've done a full, a full 90 minutes, so they're, they're going to be knackered, or mentally knackered as well. Yeah, but it's too, it, I think it works kind of both ways to some extent, because I think, right, similar conversations to what we had prior to the last game, you know, it, was, it was when the fixtures were coming thick and fast, and Liverpool should always have more in the tank, should always have more legs just because of the depth of the squad. You're right, I think, uh, I think that's probably... The solid logic in this regard, because like I say, Liverpool have had eight days to prepare for this game. Swansea have had a, what, a really big, tough test, you know, in, uh, come come through against Wolves, didn't they, against, on, on Wednesday night. But as a team that's been struggling a little bit, it actually, in some regards, might work in their favour a bit. You know, sometimes that's why that's what the years. We need a good cup run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a good thing we, if, if if it's true that. You can make wholesale changes for the cup and lose and fuck your momentum up. It stands to reason just as well that getting a win, getting a good... Because look, here's the thing. Wolves are flying in the championship. And I, look, I, I won't protest to know their, 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 their full-length strength team or whatever. But there's a team who, by all accounts, are one-place difference yeah. in the footballing yeah. pyramid to Swansea. Um, to be able to go and do that will give their players a little bit of a say, no, we're not championship, we are Premier League quality. And hopefully they'll be able to, they'll feel that they can take a bit of momentum into that. Um, so maybe a little bit of a, a There's, a, there's the also the, the mentality from, from Swansea's perspective, kind of like what Liverpool had a little bit before the Manchester City, to be honest, in that you know, we'd built up a bit of a cushion to Tottenham and Arsenal, and it was a bit of a gimme. Wasn't it? You know what I mean? And, and the Swansea players might go into that Liverpool game and think to themselves, everyone expects us to get beat here. If we get anything, it's more than what everyone else is expecting. And, and, and that that sometimes can put a little bit of fire in your yeah. belly, can't well, it? I, I actually think it's, it's almost... Do the, uh, it could be the other way as well, to some extent. Yeah, I think the, I think you're right. But what's interesting is that, again, it, all of their nearest rivals all play all of our nearest rivals this weekend. Um, well, that actually, if, they, if, if all of our nearest rivals win... That intensifies Swansea even more. Exactly. Mm. You know, there's a point that uh, Swansea, if the Swansea was to take three points against us, I've got it written down here, they could, they'd be a point behind Southampton in 17th, three behind Brighton and Newcastle, who are 16th and 15th, respectively. So, you know, I don't think they'll be banking on three points against Liverpool, but there is very much that little character dangle at, at this game, for, uh, particularly with the new manager in charge as well. <laughs> so, again, look, there's no, there, there are ultimately no excuses for Liverpool not getting three points in this game but I, I think it's it's worth saying that Swansea are probably a slightly different beast this week to what they were two or three weeks ago when we played yeah, them last um, what do you reckon then Ross are we likely to see we'll do we'll do preferred 11s after the break but we we've rotated a lot hello hi we rotate a lot over Christmas, um, and we've seen some players. You know, a, a, a lot more than any other team in the Premier League. We've rotated in that period. I, I think, and I don't know whether you, you think there's a, there's a chance maybe that we see a bit more of a settled eleven for now. Particularly if we're down to a game a week, we know what Jurgen's like in that situation. We saw it last season. That we might see. I would suspect we'll probably see minimal changes at best. That's what I'd like to see, and that's, that's what I did, but you never know where you're going. I'd really like to see it as well, just from a start of 11, please. <laughs> yeah, 
That's what you do because you get his business end, isn't it? Going towards it now, you want you want that consistency. I've said it all season, particularly in that back four. I know he's just changed the goalkeeper, um, but you want that that communication and you want it to be to be right going in because they're all vital points. Yeah, um, going into this this part now. Yeah, and that's it. I think it, it, it averages out. You know, I won't even go with the statistic. It's just it's just a simple fact that Liverpool just have a far lighter fixture schedule comparatively speaking in the back end of the season right now than they did in the, in the first half that would of course be changed if you know if you pick up a, an FA Cup replay along the way or just progressing in either of the cup competitions that remain because that might be more difficult but you don't necessarily need to pre-plan so much for that right now the FA Cup gets its own due time for a couple, for a couple of weeks anyway so for a couple of rounds so I mean what, what do you reckon do you think we, we'll see a few we'll see changes to keep things fresh. I think I think we will, but you know we were at a point uh, a month ago where it was five or six changes every single game. I think you might be looking at maybe one two changes just to keep people in that groove in case an injury's picked up and yeah. stuff rather yeah, than smart. yeah exactly. So you know you, you don't want all of the good work that you've put into developing Trent this season to be undone for him becoming rusty. Yeah. For example, so I wouldn't expect to see. I'd expect to see Joe Gomez seventy five percent of the time. Let's say. Yeah. Maybe one in four. You might see a Trent Alexander Arnold come in for a game, something like that. I think right now you're looking at the the other side, the other fullback, Robertson. I mean, Moreno's back in training. Robertson to me has made that left back bird his own at the moment. Mm-hmm. The midfield, we've seen what I think you know against Manchester City, what that midfield can be. Let them play a little bit more together. You want to build those relationships up and see how they do in a in a fixture that's completely different. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I can't kind of answer it. One, two changes a week, as opposed to sweeping changes. Absolutely. Well, we're going to get into the um, preferred 11s in a moment, of course. Um, just want to give a, a little shout out before we crack on with the rest of the show. Chris has done a phenomenal show, a brand new show to the RedmenTV.com Stats and Tactics. If you bang into Liverpool Football Club and you want to know a little bit more about the in-depth stuff of how wins are achieved, great show this week done on how Liverpool beat Manchester City. Here's a little clip for you to have a look at. So their back five has had 51% of Manchester City's touches on the ball. That's brilliant. That's Liverpool telling them, you can have it at the back, you're not getting through. We showed you on the heat maps a minute ago. That's that line. That's Emre Chan. That's Genie Wijnaldum. That's Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Have the ball in front of us. Sounds. You're not getting it through to your dangerous players. We're setting up here on the halfway line and you're going to have to play through us. And that's what Liverpool did fantastically well. And just as a point of comparison as well, Liverpool's back four only had 41% of our touches 51 for Man City's back five 41% for Liverpool's back five absolutely brilliant we're working the ball up quickly we're not dicking around we're trying to get the ball into our flair players we're trying to get the ball into midfielders we're trying to get them to create something quickly and you saw that with that Blitzkrieg second half how many times quick balls into the forwards and they create something or we win the ball back out the pitch they create something we're not dicking around at the back against this Manchester City side we know what we've got to do we've got to hit them hard we've got to hit them fast while they are out of formation while they are not expecting the counter attack absolutely brilliant from Liverpool there you go like I say if you're interested in the stats and the tactics and stuff, Chris. You're going to be doing that show every week. Oh man, I enjoy that side of it. Like you know, we don't we don't get to showcase that that type of of Redmen very often and stuff. So it's really good to get your teeth into something like that. Yeah, as I say, every single week that's on the RedmenTV.com. So if you want more in depth and detailed analysis of Liverpool's games, we have got you covered as well as the usual. Us sat around here cracking 
you know, dick and fart jokes whilst talking about Liverpool. Everything I enjoy that too, Paul. Point. We've got it all, Chris. We've got it all on the Red TV. We're well-rounded human beings, aren't Absol- we? Well, yeah. Um, I no. mean, I'm rounded. <laughs> in that regard, absolutely. So yeah, the redmentv.com free month trial, uh, and then it's just five pound a month thereafter. Tons and tons of extra content for your eyes, ears, and heart. Um, let's do preferred elevens then, gents. Let's see what we've gone with. We've gone with the full gamut of potential colours, apart from red, because uh, we don't have a red pen. Ross yeah. is, would prefer to see Danny Ward in goal. <laughs> well, you know what? He's right. <laughs> Part of me does, but I, I know um, Klopp's come out and said Karius is number one. Uh, I would rather see Simon in there, and I thought, fuck society, I'll pick Danny Ward. Okay, I've seen, I've, I've seen and heard loads of arguments and debates, and obviously because Steve Hoare is a, is a member of the Redmen TV team and can't stand a lot of Karius, um, th- there's going to be debate over the goalkeeper stuff, Chris, until Karius puts in a performance that everyone can go, oh yeah, him. That's why. That's why he's our goalkeeper. Yeah, it's it's mad, isn't it? I mean, only Liverpool can go eighteen games unbeaten and still have like goalkeeping issues. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And and we're talking about a lad. Who, I think I'm right in saying we haven't had a defeat when Carius has been in nets this season, mm. and yet it's still the biggest thing that Liverpool fans are talking about. It's nuts, and you know I'm not having a go. I'm talking about it too, yeah. because. He just doesn't save the ball very often, yeah. and that and that's a big thing apparently when you're a goalkeeper. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's the fundamental thing of a goalkeeper, um, and it makes it hard to make a case for everything else around him. Unfortunately, it's it's one of those things, isn't it, where Danny Ward has become this shining knight who's just clearly chilling at Melwood, waiting for his opportunity to stride in and save Liverpool's future as a goalkeeper. You know, what like, re- you know what really hurts Liverpool fans if they, if they knew this? And I'm not, I'm not sure that a lot of Liverpool fans know this, but the Echo did something on the uh, transfer committee again. I think it was yesterday on the website. Did you see it? So who's involved? Akterberg is on the committee when it comes to goalkeepers. Right. I can feel the fume now coming through the cameras at us and stuff. Yeah, that's how much faith Klopp has in him, though. Well, that that's the thing about John Achterberg, and it was to be, to be fair. It, I think things become easy narratives, don't they? And things become buzzwords. And you, I, I say this all the time about a player or a name that makes you go because you know what it means. And you say the name, and Achterberg's one of them. We've got a few of them. And but you're right, he has survived so many so many calls at Liverpool. That he must be, he must be all right at what he does. It's just that it doesn't help his case that Liverpool's goalkeeping situation has been far from stable in the entire time he's been there. Now here's the thing, that probably just boils down to recruitment as much as anything else. Um, I'm sure if you ask John Achterberg whether he'd rather a four million goalkeeper from Germany or, or Black for eighty million, he'd probably be saying our Black. But yeah. it's just, it's just whether they yeah, can afford yeah, to do that. Apparently, he's got an encyclopedia. Pedic knowledge of goalkeepers around the world, like he, he's very well thought of. Like. Just saying, if that's all that's required to be on the plus transfer committee, Paul Machin, age 14, that's exactly <laughs> who you want. Uh, Jose Luis Chilever is your answer, Liverpool, by the way. Yeah, if you want someone maybe to take a, free kicks, maybe like, a yeah. little bit of Carlos Rower. Um, now, it also going to protect you against apocalypses, so you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, we knew Carlo Cudicini before, absolutely, before Chelsea knew him. Superstar. I'm just saying. Just saying, Stay Liverpool. A at the time. So if you, if, so time machine, young Machen and Pajak transfer committee, because um, it's almost perfect. <laughs> we defended up with Freddie Adu though as well. Paul Freddie Adu and Chino Samba mate all day. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, look, the goalkeeper thing is going to continue to be a debate until one of them proves themselves worthy. And here's the thing: 
I get the word shout. I'm I'm totally down. I'd love to see I'd love to see Danny Ward get at least the, the West Brom game at the weekend. But I just think at this point, if Klopp's, if Klopp's decide that he's not going to rotate the keepers anymore, it will be Carriers. It will be Carriers for, for every game between now and the end of the season. Um, it was funny as well how matter-of-factly me and John went with Mignolet because, because Klopp's going to play Mignolet last <laughs> week and then it was Carriers. It was Carriers, yeah. And he even made the big statement about it as well. It wasn't like, oh, he's just in rotation. No, nah, you couldn't be more wrong. I've got no love for Mignolet. He's done. He's dead. He's finished. Um, yeah. I uh, suppose that, that wouldn't surprise me, though, even though he's come out and said Carriers is number one. Nothing surprises mm-hmm. me with exactly. Liverpool and Klopp. No, I, in this instance, I would be astonished. But I, I've gone for Trent at right back as well as as well as Ross, because and to be fair, I think my my thinking goes through my team. I've got Oxley Chamberlain and Alana in midfield for this one because I think it's a, per, a a perfect opportunity for us to stretch our legs a bit, go and go and flex our muscles, do whatever. And I think that's our put it just put a dead attacking team out. I love that. I love the Alana shows. I, I really do like. Um, I can't wait to see him back into the side. I just also like the idea of that settled side now. You know, this would probably be the... F- Obviously, I'm, I've, I've gone for Virgil van Dijk to come back in. Sure. Uh, but other than that, I, I want to see a settled side. I want to see a side that can go up toe-to-toe against Manchester City and then literally take on the side at the bottom end of the league and know that you can count on those players in both situations. It's a good point. I mean, yeah, I know. I, I, think, I think that's cool. I, I think Swansea are, are probably the perfect example for it. I think if we had West Brom, now, I think we might see a bit more change, and I think we naturally will see a slightly different approach for West Brom because you know you're going to get a different sort of test. But the hope is, again, it might boil down to Swansea's style of football that they are doing a, a variation on what we do, a variation on what City do, a variation on what South, you know, the, the, the <coughs> passing passing football with a bit of pressing involved. So you're right; these should be a, 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 a similar but altogether much easier ta- task for the uh, for the team that we've got and I, I do ultimately that's my preferred 11 if I went with Klopp's 11 I would this, I think that's the sensible the sensible decision yeah it, it, it depends on Virgil van Dijk doesn't it I suppose yeah. as well you know I mean injury yeah injuries it, it's interesting I was talking to um, Chris Bascom earlier on in the week um, did an exclusive podcast every where week can with, you, where can you get that oh, I'm about to tell everyone we do an exclusive podcast every single week on theredmentv.com uh, with a journalist so we've had Baskin this week we've had Chris Williams the week before and stuff Baskin was mentioned something about Virgil van Dijk that I'd not considered before which is why you want to speak to someone who's entrenched in the Liverpool scene for as long as he has been um, he was talking about Virgil van Dijk's hamstring and he was like the reason is he's come into Klopp's training you know, you got a tight hamstring. This guy's come in, he's been at Southampton, he's probably not been putting his all in, and Klopp's working him, you know what I mean? So don't be surprised to see if, if that happens a couple of times over or, the first few months. Or we his... might actually not see him for... Exactly. Uh, might not see him properly for a couple of weeks off the back of that. I mean, yeah, that would be... And again, I suppose you shouldn't... The famous last words, if ever there was any, Ross, you shouldn't need Virgil van Dijk Swansea away, so if it if you can if it means you've got two weeks with him on the training ground, getting him getting <coughs> as fit as possible, and similarly, I'd like him in for West Brom just because I think like Solomon Rondon's give us a, a bit of a run around at times in the last couple of years. I'd like us to have someone to handle him, and maybe that's a case where you say you're right, Lovren, although he had that one moment of madness as he tends to do, by and large he was great against City. Matip was was really good as well. Give them this, give them this game, and get Virgil ready. Well, the other thing is you've got Clavan as well, mm. and 
he's been everyone's favourite. Everyone's favourite. He's been really consistent, and he wasn't named in the team, and then people are disappointed that he wasn't in it. Yeah, he's just like you, you can't win. No, that's true. Rather have him in there. So we've got we're spoiled for choice. Funnily enough, <laughs> we'd say that, but you, you bring one person in, and because you've got the rotation and the fitness, and people are fighting for the place. They up the game and, yeah. and they have to, otherwise they're going to be out the door in the summer. So absolutely agreed. And uh, let's just have a quick look at the rival fixtures. Then again, everyone of our rivals will naturally play before us because we're the last game of the weekend. Brighton versus Chelsea's the early kickoff. Brilliant. Yes. P perfect. Twelve thirty kickoff after going through extra time and penalties in with, midweek with Pedro Morata suspended as exactly. well. Exactly. I mean, you I'm could not sure Morata's a fucking a lost. To be honest. Did, you, <laughs> did, you, did you see the last few minutes for Morata? No, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't watch the game. I only saw. Um, I saw extra time. I only saw the stats and stuff. Let me let me read through this. You use carry on, and I'll get. I'll yeah. Get this up uh, uh, and then three p.m. kickoffs. Arsenal host Crystal Palace. Man United travel away to Burnley. I mean, again, we saw Man City totally and utterly. I think it was no, it was Spurs. I suppose. Anyway, barely haven't been quite the staying test for for others. Maybe as, the, as we as we made it, Ross. Um, but still potential. There's potential there for for, for drop points. Um, Crystal Palace, Arsenal. Who knows? That, that that's got. I think if Arsenal hadn't been in poor form of late, I would actually be putting. I would be backing Crystal Palace to win that. I do just feel that that Arsenal side probably owe owe the fans and owe the manager a bit of a reaction. So that might be the limits of. The hodgeness. I think it might depend on what happens with the Sanchez deal and, and Bikitari. And if you get him in, it's excitement. Crowd will get behind him. Yeah, they want to see him, see him perform. And you haven't got that that cloud. And it appears that Sanchez has been teammates. Well, even if he's just gone and yeah. they've not yeah. necessarily got someone he's, in, he's done, isn't yeah. it? And you move, move on to the next chapter. That might be a bonus for them. But then Crystal Palace have been doing all right since Richardson's gone in. I yeah, I'd say that. And I, yeah, I, 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 look at this: 117 minutes, second yellow card to Pedro for bad foul, red card. Obviously, 119 minutes handball by Morata. Uh, 121 minutes Morata has gone down. That's a dive. 121 minutes yellow card to Morata. 121 minutes second yellow card to Alvaro Morata. So within four minutes, Pedro's picked up a yellow and got sent off. Morata's had a handball and then a yellow card and then another yellow card. What a four minutes! That is. Brilliant. What a four minutes. Yeah. Um, I've got, I, I haven't been including Man City on this for a few weeks, but obviously the Man City <laughs> collapse began at the weekend. Absolutely. Uh, and, that, you know, them, them losing five games now between now and the end of the season begins. Any any day now. So Newcastle, they host Newcastle at half five. They are going to absolutely destroy Newcastle. Make no bones about it. But come on, Agent Rafa, please pull something out. That would be lovely. I just even just get them thinking about it. You know, honestly, what I mean? Chris. Even if they just get a draw, you know, just something like that, just so they start to go. You know, just you know, because if Man City are able to bounce straight back. Then I, I, you know, they'll just go. Here's the, the, the thing, season. Paul. Right? Liverpool go and beat Manchester City. Well, Liverpool are clearly the second best side in the league. Do you know what I mean? But if Newcastle get a result there, then the rest of the league goes. All right, there's weakness there. There's weakness there. Yeah, we can, we can, we can take points off Manchester City. But the way that Liverpool went about it, everyone's like, oh, well, we can't play like that, so we can't beat Manchester City. And stuff, Maybe. So. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure Rafa has the, the players that are disposable. You never know. Um, if someone can engineer something, I've said that a lot about Rafa this season, and it's not. <laughs> um, Southampton hosts Spurs on Sunday, four o'clock kickoff. These again, the, you can re, you can create a story by which every one of our rivals drops points. This weekend, but equally you could then follow on the story I mentioned earlier where Swansea then start to call themselves out of the relegation zone by doing us. The point is, I would strongly expect every one of those teams, because Brighton are shite, 
Um, Crystal Palace, even though you know Hudson's made them a, a lot harder to beat, and he's actually got some good points on the way. Crystal Palace are shite. Burnley, a flooded Palace, Palace Arsenal's the one for me. If anything's going to go yeah. wrong, it's going to go wrong there for Arsenal. Ber- Burnley's little like you know flurry at European football looks like it's it's you know it's starting to. What fade happens away a when bit. two teams park the bus, Paul? Ooh. Burnley, Man United. I mean, what what happens there? Well, we've had this conversation, it's a slap fight at arm's length, Chris. It's that it's trying to knock someone out like this. Um, so everything Man United, didn't it? Didn't they? Maybe they called it El Bosico. El Bosico. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Southampton a shite as well. So Spurs should absolutely take the points there. So you know, I, this just doesn't look for me anyway. I don't think this is. It's a shit is, round of Premier League fixtures. Yeah, exactly. I don't feel as though this is going to be the, a weekend where we extend or extend our lead on, on the fifth and sixth teams, or particularly close down any gap on anyone else. So again, it boils down to it being more important that Liverpool do what they've got to do. With that in mind, Ross, what is your score prediction? Three one. Four nil. Yeah, I'll take a five nil. <laughs> Why not? Um, you know, carry sitting goal, don't you? Yeah, yeah, but you know, you just have to stop the. You shots. can have smoke hands if you don't allow shots. Which is where carries is going to make sense. Sweeper keeper spraying the ball out, quick throws, going to counter attack. Trent uh, joining the attack alongside Ox and Lallana, and yeah, and then everyone subbed off on sixty minutes. Groovy. Everyone. Everyone. Oh, well, you know, not everyone. Um, so, yeah, let me know your score predictions and your preferred 11s in the comments section underneath. And, yeah, before we wrap up, just once again, if you want to go check out that statue, go to therevmentv.com. Some incredible content. We've really upped it in, in, in the last few weeks and we're making it better and better week in, week out. Uh, the Man of the Match podcast is a fantastic addition to our lineup. As I say, if you need more in-depth and detailed content, we've got you covered. If you just want to have a little bit of a, a sit-back, a relaxing, uh, a casual, cool chat about the Reds, then we've got that as well and everything in between. Podcasts, video, we do what we do and we do it for you. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing and we'll see you soon. Ta-da. Fucking hell. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.